Thank you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning we're going to be looking at Numbers chapter 25. In this chapter, Israel has been wandering through the wilderness for several years. And every time they come to a new land, they contact the ruler of the land to get permission to pass through. And they tell them, we're not going to hurt anybody. We're not going to take any of your crops or even use any of your water. We're just going to pass through. The rulers never give them permission. And so they are constantly fighting these enemies. And they're always victorious. God always fights for them. But in their wandering and in their battles, they're co-mingling with these inhabitants of the land. And in chapter 25, Israel once again finds themselves sinning against God. Look what the Bible says, starting in verse 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifice of their gods, and the people did eat and bow down to their gods. And Israel joined himself to Baal Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. What Israel is doing is they're getting sexually involved and committing sin with these foreign wilderness nations. These people, God has told them to avoid and not have anything to do with. And they're beginning to have relationships with them and commit sin with them, but it goes deeper than that. Their relationships make them turn to these false gods, to these gods of Baal. And they begin worshiping these gods and bowing down to these gods and turning from the worship of the one true God. Because of their sin, God's anger is kindled against them and he sends a plague to the nation to deal with the sin. Look what the Bible says in verse 4. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. Following this, there's this tragic scene where all the leaders of Israel have come before God and before Moses at the tabernacle, and they're pleading for God's mercy, they're pleading for God's grace. And during this time, one Israelite, uh, we don't know his name, but one Israelite brings in front of Moses, in front of God, in front of the priests and the leaders, he brings his Moabite girlfriend, and he takes her into his tent to sin with her. And there's one particular Levite, uh, this priest named Phineas. He sees this and he is so angered at the blatant disregard of God's holiness and this open sin that he goes into the tent and he kills this man and his Midianite girlfriend. Look what it says in verse 6. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel, who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand and went after the man of Israel into his tent and thrust both of them through, the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. Because of this priest's anger about the sin of this Israelite, uh, God's plague is stayed, but not before 24,000 people are killed because of their sin. The issue we see here is Israel didn't think their sin that began this whole problem, which was their sin of committing sexual sin with the Midianites and with the people of the wilderness, they didn't think it was a big deal. They thought their immediate pleasure now was justified by whatever sin they were committing against God. And they never imagined 
that their sin would take them to a place where they turned against God and God's plague was released against them once again. What God is showing us here is that every sin in our life is like a small crack in a foundation of a home. While the crack may not cause any immediate problems right now, it may not even be noticed for a while. If it's left undealt with and unattended to, it'll cause incredible problems and can destroy the home. This week, we've had kind of a similar issue in our home. We had a drain pipe that we didn't know it, but it had cracked. And when it cracked, it was causing some issues with one of our, our kitchen drains. And it wasn't a huge inconvenience. I would snake out the drain and clear the clogs every once in a while, and we could get by. But eventually, that crack got so wide that it filled up with dirt and mud, and nothing was able to get through. It ended with me having to cut up my basement floor dig out this damaged pipe and replace it with a brand new pipe to allow the drain to work properly again. And that's how sin is in our life. It, we may not seem like it's a big deal to us. It may not seem like it's a huge problem because when we sin, God doesn't immediately send judgment and lightning down from heaven. So we think, well, we got away with it. No one noticed. It's no big deal. But if we don't deal with it right away, it's going to get worse and worse and worse until it causes major problems and can destroy our homes, our families, and our lives. As God's children, we cannot justify our sin, any sin. No matter how small we may think it is, any sin is a huge transgression against a holy God and needs to be confessed, repented, and dealt with immediately. So we need to ask ourselves, do we justify our sin because it doesn't seem that bad and let it go until it causes major problems in our lives and our homes? Or do we deal with the cracks immediately? Let us be a people who honor God, love God, walk with God, and deal with the sin in our life right away before it causes huge problems. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be back here tomorrow as we continue to look at the book of Numbers. Have a blessed day.